desire. Amen. It's mine. May it start in me. Must be our prayer. Amen. May it start in me tonight. Amen. Let's just pray. Ghost, send a revival, Lord, and start it in each one of us tonight, O oh God. Lord, your word says, even the song, you supply all our need, O oh God. You know the cry of the hearts tonight, Lord. Our heart's desire, Lord, is for more of you, O oh God. Lord, for a stirring, Lord, for a filling, Lord. Lord, more of what we've had, Lord. We desire it, oh God. Lord, a fire to burn, Lord. Burn the dross, Lord. Burn this world out of us, oh God. Whatever's in there that's hindering you, oh God. Oh, start it within each one of us tonight, oh God. Oh, that we could come before your altar, Lord. Come before your Holy Ghost tonight. Bearing our hearts before you, Lord. Lord, search me, oh God. Know my heart today, Lord. Lord, we lay it before you that tonight you could cleanse us. And those revival fires, Lord, would start to burn, oh God. We commit this evening to you, Lord, in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. 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 We can get your Bibles. Open your Bibles up to Romans 8. needs to be that real. We just can't come to church to come to church. You know, it can become that way because we just do it so many times in a week, but it can't. That's just a, something the devil would like to happen to us. But we, I think over the last little while, we can see the expectation heightened, and you come and you can receive so much more when your expectation is, is ready for something from the Lord. Amen? Amen. You know, I looked down from the balcony last Sunday. I was just up at the back in the morning service and just glanced over everybody and I just thought, you know, how, how God must love you. I, just had, I had so much appreciation for you my, myself just looking there, service in and service out and your faithfulness and coming. I know the work day is long and the weeks are long and life is life's full of pressures, especially nowadays. I just looked over you and I said, oh, how our Father must have a great love for your sincerity and your desire. Amen. Brother Branham said, a Christian can't stay home. He says, no, you can't. You've got to meet together with the rest of the body and be blessed together in heavenly places. Amen. He said, come prayed up and be ready for the message. We've assembled ourselves together as saints. Amen. Called out, baptized with the Holy Ghost, he says. He 
says, we're in the hev- we're, we are heavenlies in our souls. Amen. Gathered together tonight. So may, the, may we be in heavenly places tonight. We'll read in Romans 8 and start in verse 14. For as many are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For we have not yet received the spirit of bondage, again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Amen. It's worth it. It's worth the struggles. It's worth the pressure. Amen. Not, gonna, not able to be compared. Amen. Which the glory which shall be revealed. For the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God. Amen. You may be seated. I'm going to try with the help of the Holy Ghost, which I really, really need. It's been uh, just trying to prepare and just pray that this something can be some food from heaven tonight. Amen. Amen. I've, I've been, I was just looking to the Lord and I am always amazed at how great he was to, in all his greatness, filling all time and space that he could think of me. He thought, it has to be that personal, he thought of me. And he was God. Like I said, we can say he filled all time and space, but try and comprehend that. Try and comprehend how great he wasn't even God then, because there was nobody worshiping him, right? But in his thoughts was me, was you, amen? Romans 8.29, for whom he did for no. Romans 8 is a very good chapter. My goodness. I was going through the real, I said, wow, that, oh my goodness, you know, just all over Romans 8, it's an incredible chapter. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate. Amen. And I'm, if you look at that, apparently that's a very controversial topic in even Christian realms. But I, I don't know why it's so hard to, uh, just to believe, he knew me long before the world started, long before there was even anything but him. He thought of me and you, amen? He did also, prede- also did predestinate to be conformed in the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, he also called. Whom he called, them he also justified. And them he justified, he also glorified, amen? Amen. And we started out just as a thought. You know, as my, quite a few years ago, my daughter was about three years old or so, and they were arguing in the back of the car, you know, where someone was at a certain event in our family's timeline there. And I think it was some trip we had been on. And our, my two oldest were saying they were there. Of course, they were there. And that was an important thing. And uh, they said, no, Brielle, you weren't there. She said, I was there. No, you weren't there. She said, I was in God's thoughts. <laughs> um, we're in the front seat. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We all learned a lesson right there from, a, from our, uh, I don't think she was three or four at the time, but amen. We were in God's thoughts. Amen. 
Let's just go to that first slide. I think I got on blanket. There we go. How many people have ever been born? Ever. That's a pretty tough number to get, I know. But if you Google it, someone's got some crazy math theory on how to figure that one out, okay? So apparently, that's about how many people have ever, ever been born. Very broad number. What, what's a zero between all of us when we're dealing in that size of figure? That happens to be 108 billion people, they say, has ever been born. Give or take, hence the nifty little squiggle sign there. All right. So what are you out of that? What are you out of that? Well, you're about equal to that percent of mankind. If the math is done right, I know every mathematician is going to redo the math in here, but it's, there was just so many zeros to deal with there. I, I was hoping I was getting the right notation. And uh, again, what's a few zeros amongst friends when it's that small a number? <laughs> well, that's what you were, that small amount in God's thoughts, but how important you are to Him. Amen? Point zero, 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 zero. So I think about nine zeros, nine percent. But you were that important that He bankrupt heaven for a tiny little thought like me and you. Amen? Amen. That's where we came from. So we know we came right back, for, we started in eternity, and we'll go back to eternity, amen? Amen, I know, Brother Tim mentioned it on Sunday, this, the, the craze of people trying to find where they came from, right? The DNA thing, I know Brother Tim mentioned that, and uh, I've, I've thought about it, we've talked about it a couple of times with some others, and all the websites that do that and such that Brother Tim talked about, but they're, they desire, they're desiring so much to know where I come from. They're not satisfied with what their parents have told them or even, even how they look like. They, they feel like, no, I need to go even deeper than that. Pardon me while I start my timer because it's very important. And it's actually caused a lot of upsets, believe it or not. And people have found out that they, they're not what they thought they were. Right? It's, it's, it's broken up families. Um, family, people that felt that they were from uh, southern United States and they're from a, a black heritage found that they're actually Spanish. And, they, and it completely changed their whole viewpoint of themselves. And it, it, and it throws their whole world into, into a disarray, really, because their identity is completely changed. They've lived with a false identity in their mind. Amen. But that's not the case with us. Amen. We don't have to go to Ancestry.com or MyHeritage.com to find out where we came from. <laughs> we came from the Word, amen? Amen. We can look exactly and find out where we came from. But so the reason you're sitting here is because you're predestinated to sit here, right? You didn't haphazardly come here tonight. You were actually predestinated to be in the chair you're in tonight. Maybe you dragged your feet to be here, but it's because you're predestinated to be here tonight, amen? Amen. Ordained. So otherwise, you wouldn't have been here if that wasn't the case, Amen. But you can't help it. You can't help being who you are because you were a seed of God long before the foundation of the earth. Amen? Amen. And because of that seed, at some point, as Brother Brown says, the light flashed across and you were birthed and became a son and daughter of God. Amen? Birthed into his kingdom. 
Amen. Through the blood. Some through the waters, some through the flood. Some through deep trials, but all through the blood. We all came the same way. Amen? But we started our spiritual walk naturally and spiritually. You're birthed. You have to grow. There's a, there's a process that we go through, right? We just don't hand our keys to our two-year-olds. There's a, there's a process of growing. Amen? Right? We start a life in infancy, and we learn certain things, and we grow. We learn to talk. We learn to walk. That's just a process of growing. So it is with our spiritual walk. We, we, we just don't become birthed into the kingdom and suddenly we know everything and we can understand everything. It's, it's a process. You know, you start out. I'm always amazed sometimes someone that's just baptized and they're just fresh on fire and God's doing so much for them. He's just, rap, he's just helping them along, keeping his arms around them, guiding them. He's close to them because they're just infants spiritually, right? So he's wanting to be close to them. Amen? But you find as you get a little bit longer and a little bit older, it, he's giving you a little bit more space. You've got to make your own, you know, as a father, kids get older, you make your own decision. I'm going to give you a little bit more. You know, I can't keep prodding you all the time. You have to make your own. All right? Do you under, right? Amen. So that's how it is also spiritually. The Lord is, he gives us that space. That also happened through all the, the ages that we've been through. There was a process of maturing, right? Right. That was a, as the seed, the corn of wheat, went into the ground. Through the dark ages, it then was birthed in the in Lutheran church age, Sardisian church age. So there's also a maturing process that happened through time with the church. Both, so, okay, so we had individually, spiritually, but then we, we had it on a church level, a body of Christ level. There's a maturing process that has happened over the over a period of years. Amen? So we know that the seed went into the ground in the dark ages. It had to, because it had to be, it had to die, right? The corn of wheat had to go in the, in the ground to die. But Abraham says, therefore, if the corn of wheat of Christ had to fall on the ground, so did the bride have to fall on the ground through the dark ages. And it must die, or it can't reproduce itself. I mean, it was, it was important that it had to do that. So the church had to go into the earth, to be able to re- be reborn and start to grow in newness of life. Amen. So, as you grow, and I just want to go into a little bit of, of uh, what happened in the Scripture when we talk about adoption. But Abraham talks about what a father would do with their son that, he was, now, that it was, had been born and it was growing and now is at a, pro- a state to be taught. All right? So he would... He said he'd get a tutor, okay? And he'd get a tutor, and he'd start to, to say, you know, I need you to teach him. Now, but Branham said, because they had big kingdoms. They had lots of things. The father had to do lots of things. He had flocks here and camels there and donkeys there, and he had to go and t- tend to them. He didn't have the time to be able to one-on-one and teach his son all he needed to go, so he got a tutor, amen? Do we understand what the word tutor is? And a teacher, okay? So he said, who's a tutor? Who did he send when Jesus left? Who is the tutor that came for the church? Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, amen. So he sent the Holy Ghost now to bring the church along. Amen. So he came of age, and he presented a tutor there, and he wanted him to be. He didn't to get anybody. He just doesn't want, just some random, just, hey, come and teach my son, you know, whatever you know. I don't know what you know. So, you know, it, it wasn't that way. It wasn't casual. 
It was something he took care. It was care in who was going to teach the son. Amen? It was important. He didn't want to have him taught wrong or in error. He wanted to be he wanted a tutor of integrity, a tutor that would take care. You know, if, the, if he took a little extra time, he'd take the time. Amen? That's what the tutor would do. Same with the Holy Ghost. He would take the time. Amen? Now, important part of it was that the tutor would report back, right? So he would report back to the father and say, okay, how's the son doing? Now, that was an important process. He wanted to make sure he had a tutor that wasn't just going to his brother Brandon and said, put a feather in his cap on how well he was doing and give a false report, right? So it was important that he got an honest tutor that was going to be very honest. Some of those would be hard things to say if you had to say something that was... You know, not so, well, your son's not doing too awesome. That would be very difficult to go into the details of why. To, to, you know, so he got a tutor that was integral, honest. Nor, would he, nor did the father want to leave his son just to self-assess himself, right? And just be on his own. Figure, figure life out by himself, Amen. <laughs> That's where things are going in our schools, is self-assessment. You know, you just kind of figure out where you're at. You know, you give yourself an A. Okay, an A. Is that where we're going, Ruth? <laughs> self-assessment doesn't really work in that, in that realm. You know, you need someone that can teach you and hold you to a line. This is the standard. This is where you must, you must make it to here or you don't pass. Amen? So we, it wasn't, it's not a self-assessment. The tutor wasn't leaving us on our own. So, what happened in the, I just have, just to go through, in my mind, I was just going through, I can imagine the, the Holy Ghost in the Sardisian church ages, as the church was now being born, and was now needing to be tutored, and brought along. Brother Branham goes into both sides, in, in, in cases, and he says, you know, what if, what if, what would it be if he had to bring a report back of the church? And how it was doing at that time. He said, you know, what, what would he be doing? What would he be saying back to the Father? You know, how was the church doing back in the Sardisian church age, right? Luther was trying to now break free, and the Holy Ghost could be saying, well, uh, he's trying. They're trying to break loose, and they're working hard, and how's he doing? Is he, is he believing my word? He's, he's got a bit of it. The just shall live by faith. He's starting to, starting to believe that, and they're breaking away from, the, from the, uh, the clergy and the politics and the church that was trying to bind them, the Catholic church, and all the corruption of that, and that would be his report, saying, he's doing well, they're working. But then he'd report back, so how are they doing now? Oh, well, they've fallen back. He's not quite where he should be, and there'd be a, there was a, a regression. So then they, well, well, Keep teaching them. Keep prodding them. Keep feeding them my word. Keep pouring out. Keep with them, right? Heavenly Father, just give them, give them more scripture. Feed them more word. I'll pour some more. Amen? So what happened? Then the, the Philadelphian church came. More, more, the Lord poured out more. What happened? Incredible time. He said, Brother Brown said, more missionaries abounded and the word spread all over the world. It was an age of brotherly love. And you can imagine the report that came back saying, how's my, how's my son doing now? Oh, they're just charged. 
They're going all over the world and spreading the gospel and preaching. It was an incredible revival, a time of revival that time, amen? It was an incredible time. It was the age of the open door. And, uh, it, was, it was actually the, the last age of long duration, Brother Branham said. And he said the true vine just flourished. You imagine the report back was, oh, they're just loving your word. The people are rejoicing. The revival fires are spreading. And that went on. And then after a while, he knew, knew his next report. Well, how are they doing? Well, just kind of got caught up again in what Abraham said in the Nicolaitan doctrine. And they, they've fallen away. They've got kind of tied up in organization again. And they're not leaning on your word. And they're, not, they're tied up in, in their denomination. And what a sad report. It was for him to have to, to make that. Amen? Well, let's pour out more word. Let's outpour again. Feed him, feed him my scriptures. Nothing had changed. It was all still there. But he needed to open, open the word some more. Amen? So where did we go? We went into the Laodicean age. And the Pentecostal movement. And the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. It's an incredible time of revival. Right? So I can imagine the, the tutor saying, oh, how, how, how's my son, how's my church doing, how's my son doing? Incredible. Just the revival is incredible. And outpouring of the Holy Ghost is there. and The gifts are just moving amongst the church. What an incredible report. Oh my, they, they're really growing. They're really maturing. Wow, they're, they're almost there. It was a good report. An incredible report. Then he came back. How's, how's, how's my son doing now? How's my church doing now? Ah, they're just not quite. They've really stepped back again. They haven't really made that next step. Oh, how that must hurt the father. Where's my son? I, you know, why can't he just get there? Brother Branham says, When the Pentecostal church, as soon as it was born, or any church, he says, when it's born in the kingdom of God, it becomes sons and daughters of God. But he stopped, but we stopped at that. When the Pentecostal church received the gift of speaking in tongues and interpretation, they stopped at that. And the tutor trying to urge him, get go more. There's more. But Abraham says there's untapped resources. He said there's more. But they stopped. Amen. They stopped. And he couldn't get them past that. Couldn't get them past that. But that's not the end. But Abraham says, Moses called a nation out of a nation. Amen? And he says, Christ is calling a church out of a church. Amen? So the tutor is able to come back. Say, how's, how's, how's my church doing? I have a wonderful report for you. He said, I, that prophet messenger that you sent, they're just receiving it. They're receiving the opening of the word, amen? They're taking what you, you had to say. They're setting themselves aside from the things of the world. They're driving deeper into the word than they ever have before, amen? They're, that's the response. That was, that's the, amen, is that where we're at right now, amen? Brother Brown calls that the bride age, amen, where we come where full maturity took place. 
right? In that process of maturity, you came to a point where there was a f- maturing to the, to the max, right to the top. Amen? So in, in, uh, with a tutor, when the son came to that point, when it came to full maturity, they would come to adoption. And I know in our mind, we have to go, it's an older term. I know for the younger ones, well, adoption is totally different than them. But this is in the scripture, or in the, in the older times. When a son came to that point, that was, it, was a, it was a big deal. Because the father recognized that the son was ready. Ready to transfer responsibility. Ready to actually give, have confidence, complete confidence in the son for all of his, all his affairs. There was no trepidation. Well, I don't know if he's there. Uh, maybe he'll just leave this area out of his responsibility. No, full adoption was there was a full offloading of all of what the father was. There was no area that was pulled away from him. Amen? And it was a big demonstration. He's brought out. Abraham says before for people. Showed the, showed the position of the father, a public example, amen, of, the, of what the father set him in a high place. He clothed him in a beautiful garment. And they had what they called the adoption of a son. Amen. And they were positionally placing the son on the same level as the father. He had the full rights. He had the seal. Everything he said would, would go. Amen? But you know, the father, he wasn't concerned because he knew that the son would not say something or do something that was contrary to the father's will. Amen? That's why he could have full confidence in the son, because he knew he wouldn't step out of line. And what was important is the tutor could report and say, he's ready for that. They're ready for that. He's not, you know, almost there and he's going to move off a little bit. He's still got some, fun, you know, some edges. No, he was complete confidence because he knew he'd stay exactly with the word. Amen? Amen. Amen. Christ did that. It happened on Mount Transfiguration. Brother Abraham said that's what God did to show his complete confidence in Christ. Right? And he, it was a, he brought him onto the mountain, into a high place. Amen? He brought witnesses. There on the mountain, and there he was glorified before Moses, Elijah, Peter, James, and John, amen, showing, this is my beloved son, in whom I'm well pleased. And if you read the scripture, there Peter is, oh, this is an amazing thing. And he's saying, what, we should build a temple for Moses and for Elijah. And, And the scripture says, while he was yet speaking, this is my beloved son, hear ye him, amen, amen. Hear ye him. He was showing him real fast. Whoa. While he was yet speaking, hear ye him. This is the one to follow. Amen. Adoption. When you were fully adopted then as a son, you were given full authority. Right? Authority is power to influence or command thought, opinion, or behavior. Okay? So a full adopted son has full authority to command thought, opinion, or behavior. Amen. Now, 
with that authority. The Father is confident that the words from the Son will be in line with His desires, okay? And we hear a lot of the Word, the Word, the Word, Jesus Christ. Um, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God, and we hear Word, 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 Word a lot. Why? Why is that so important? The Word. Scripture in Hebrews 1.3 says, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the, word of, by the word of his power. Upholding all things by the word of his power. The Amplified says, and upholding and maintaining and propelling all things, the entire physical and spiritual universe by his powerful word. That's powerful. Amen? Words are powerful. One person said, words and thoughts are the very tools we create our reality with. Okay, your words and your thoughts are the very tools you create your reality. That's how powerful your spoken word can be. Okay? Just imagine all the universe by his powerful word. One person said that two greatest words, I am. I am what? The two most powerful words, I am, because you are now placing, this is what I am. And what you are, expressing that, you follow along with your words. Okay, you're going to conform to that. Those are your words, I am. James 3.5 says, Even so the tongue is a little member and boasteth great things. Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindleth just with some words out of the mouth. The importance of the word. But what about using that little member of the tongue the right way? Right? There's a, the, James goes through and shows what, is, what the, the little member can do, just some words and how much trouble they can stir. Amen. But those words are given. God gives us the, his word. And now what are we using that little member that we have and to start speak his word? Amen? Behold, now are we the sons of God. Amen? And I had in brackets, behold, now I am the sons of God, the daughters of God. Amen? Powerful words, two words. Words, they're powerful and binding. And a man is only as good as his word. Right? Same with God. God's as good as his word. And we know that his word is never failing. Amen? Amen. Never fails. That's why his word is so precious. Man's word can fail. And if a man, in this day and age, if man's only as good as his word, we're in trouble. Right? Contracts used to be binding and lawful just by a man's word and a handshake. I mean, that's how much importance was put on, on a word. Amen? But why so much confidence on man's word? Well, if you go back... Man was made in God's own image, and God is his word. Amen? So there was man was made in that way, and he puts a lot of emphasis on our word. You be a man. That's why you be a man of your word. Words aren't cheap, all right? But it's been cheapened. But God's word's not. Amen? His word. 
But Abraham said, as soon as he spoke the word, it was finished forever. Oh, if these sons of gods now can only lay hold of that word like that, when God speaks a word, it's finished. Amen. That's the word that's living in me and you. Amen. We're predestinated from the foundation of the earth. God's put his seed in us. That's his word. Amen. Coming forth from us. Amen. And when he speaks, it's finished. Those must have been beautiful words when he spoke, it is finished. Amen. What incredible to be able to see and hear that, those that were there. All salvation's plan, finished. It is finished. Amen. When God speaks, it's done. Absolutely. He goes, he might have waited. He said, when he speaks his word, it's finished. Absolutely. He said, he might have waited. And I put it in the and it goes dot to dot until it's his word still remains. It can't fail, but it might go, it might not be tomorrow. It might not be today until. And then faith, when you use his word and have faith in his word, it's long range, right? Long range faith. You know, it's, it's like sniper level, you know, those mile and what not long shots, right? They're way out there. It's like faith. It's looking far away and Satan doesn't even know it's coming. Because there it goes, you know, a mile and a half away, and a shot goes off. Target doesn't know what even happened. That's just like the devil. Your faith needs to be long range, right? Take his word, because it sees way beyond. And right out of the blue, Satan, whap, he's done. Amen? That's our faith, because it's his word, and it will, it will last that range. Amen? Amen, the power of the spoken word, because it has authority behind it. Amen? If God's, Brother Branham said, for the very earth that you're setting over tonight is only the word of God made manifest. He said, God created a world. He can create the men. Just by his word, he created everything. The minerals, the earth, the, the volcanoes, the lava, the, everything. Just by a word. Amen? I said, oh, if that word abide in you, the same word that created the heavens and the earth. Amen? That's why you can say it's just to ask what you will, and it shall be done. Because that same word that had the power to do that is inside of you. That's why you can say, you can say ask anything, because it's his word. Amen? His word has all power to do whatever you have, whatever you need to ask of him. Amen? If, my, if you abide in me and my words abide in you. Amen? That's why the word is so important. Because it has all that, the power within it. Amen? And that's why an adopted son, he had the ability to speak on behalf of the Father with his words. Amen? Because it has the authority behind that. It wasn't the son, it was the authority of all that was behind it. The power of the kingdom and the Father and he was able to speak on that behalf. He had the authority. Right? We had the, Brother Brown talks about the policeman. Tweet, tweet, stop in the road. Right? He didn't have power to stop the car, but he had the authority Amen? All behind his badge. Amen. Amen. Better, better Brown said, that's where God's trying to get his church. Just to say, this mountain, be moved. Amen? And it will move. We can talk about it. But Brown's saying, God's trying to get his church there. Amen? Authority, sons of God. He said, the whole creation's groaning. 
for the waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. The blind will receive their sight, the deaf, the dumb. Amen. We pray for them now, but you'll command them. Didn't say, he said he didn't say these signs shall follow. Sorry. He said, they shall pray for the sick. He said, they shall cast out devils. Not I will. They will. Amen. He said, if you say to this mountain, not if I say, right? But around's not on God's behalf. Saying, if you say to this mountain, be moved and don't doubt in your heart. He says, we need an adoption. Sons and daughters needs adoption. Amen. And that's where God's bringing us to. Amen. We think the, the, the tutor, as he's bringing them through the, the ages, we're at a whole other age. We're past that Pentecost outpouring, and we're at a bride age, which is a whole, a whole special part. And when I just going, I have some quotes that are just mm, incredible. I was having a wonderful time reading them. But we're ambassadors. An adopted son represented the father. But Abraham said, and then if God has sent us to be ambassadors... All the power that's in heaven, all that God is, all that is angels, and all his power stands behind our words. Amen? If we are correctly and ordained sent messengers to the people, God has to honor his word. Amen? So where are we? We're not, at the, we're not in the outpouring of Pentecost. It's not where we, where we are. Abraham says it's harvest time. Then there must come upon the scene in this age those who will bring the wheat and tares to maturity. Amen. The tares are already maturing very fast under corrupt teachers who turn the people to the world. Or from the word, he says, sorry. But the wheat must also mature. I mean, we must also come to a time of maturity where God can see, oh, I, I see what... They're there. They're believing my word. They're setting aside the things of this world. They're coming to that position. God's looking at that. The wheat must come to a time of maturity. And to her, God is sending the prophet messenger with a vindicated ministry that he might be accepted by the elect. That's the importance of the message. Is bringing the wheat to a maturity. Amen? Not getting stuck and stopped back at Pentecost. Looking back, looking back, we don't look back. We look forward. Amen? Amen. Just somewhere else in my notes, but, but Abraham said so that's what happened. Uh, Moses, he got stuck at the Red Sea, and he had done all these things, all the signs and wonders that had happened, and then he called out to God and said, what, what now? God said, why are you crying to me? Speak and go forward. Amen? It had already been done. God said, I've already done all this for you. Speak and go forward. Amen? They will hear him as the first church heard Paul, and she will mature. Amen? That's our word. That's our promise. Amen? In the word, until, she will mature in the word until becoming a word bride. The mighty works will be found in her that are always attendant upon the pure word and faith. Amen? Man, that's the resume of the, uh, of the church ages. I said, Lord, where are we at? Where are we at? That's where we're at. That's where my, that, we, we're right there. When you look at everything that Brother Abraham talked about, and you see the, when you read through the resume of the church age, just a little summation, incredible, exactly where we're at now. It's an exciting time, fearful time, exciting time. 
Amen? When you start to speak the word, when you start to come to the adoption, the word brings forth life. Amen? Brother Bram says, Joshua stopped the sun with his words. Amen? Do you need to stop the sun? What, what is your problem? You have, it's in you. It's in you. Amen? It's just coming to a maturity where you can now actually start standing on the word and believing it. Brother Branham, many people, he'd go through, they'd go through the prayer line over and over. Do you believe? Do you believe? And then just heard one a couple today, and they asked, Brother Branham, do you, do you really think I'm okay? I really think you are. Do you believe? Yeah, then go on your way, you're fine. It's, it was in their faith. They had to believe it, right? Amen. You have to have that anchor in there that is firm on what the Word says. Amen. Amen. The first fruits were waved. The first, the first fruits of this maturing wheat has been waved. Amen. As Christ was the first one to raise, first one to raise from all the prophets and so forth. Although typed in many places, he was the first fruits of those that slept. In the bride coming of Christ, coming out of the church, there'll have to be a sheaf waved again. Brother Branham said, "In the last days, oh my." Waving the sheaf. What was the sheaf? The first one that come to mature, the first one that proved it was wheat, that proved it was a sheaf. Where are we? Where are we? Amen? Hallelujah says, I'm sure you see what I'm talking about. Do we? I'm sure you see what he's talking about. Hmm. He says it was waved over the people, and the first time they'll come forth for the bride age for a resurrection out of the dark denominationalism will be a message that with the full maturity of the word is turned back again in its full power and being waved over the people by the same signs and wonders he did back then. I said, oh God, that's what I'm desiring. Amen. A full maturity. Amen. Of the word. And that's what this message came to do, to bring us to a full maturity. Pentecost, they couldn't take it. They stopped. They couldn't swallow it. They couldn't swallow the strong meat. Amen. And here we are. I can imagine the tutor coming back. Are, are they still holding on to my word? Are they still believing? It's, it, it's, we've gone on a little bit. We've gone on a little bit. Are they still holding on? Are they still believing it? Are, are, are they shaking? Are they getting moved aside? Or is, the, is the world kind of taking them back? Or is technology, are they, are they too plugged in? Or are they, they're, they're, not, they're not wanting to get in the word anymore? They're not praying anymore? Is that what's happening? No. No. They're anchored. They're firm. They're reading the word. They're getting down to prayer. Amen, Brother Victor? Brother Jean, we want more. There's a bigger, there's a greater desire. Amen, that's what the tutor's reporting back. And he's saying the mature word, amen, will bring back its full power. Amen. And being waved over the people, that the same signs and wonders. Amen. The wave sheaf, the spoken, the word spoke life. That, what did that wave sheaf do? It did, it spoke life. It spoke squirrels. Amen. It spoke Little fish, I'll give you life. Amen? It spoke to a storm. I mean, we're seeing that's what the word produces. That's what the full maturity produces. Amen? The beginning. Look, at, look you come to a place, friend, he says, where it's, the world's so awful, but it'll make you prove every inch of ground you stand on. Satan's going to do it. Amen? But he says he's going to have a body that's pure and holy, filled with the Holy Spirit, walking in his spirit and doing the works that he did, being faithful to that. He's going to make you prove every inch of it. He's going to hold you to the line, but he's going to have a bride that won't move. 
that won't falter, amen, that will stand therefore, amen. So it's there for us. It's there for us. And we can talk all about it. We can read all about it. But it's got to come into action in our lives. Amen? That's, it has to come out now in our words. Amen? We can't cry and whine or my situation or what's going on. or Speak. Speak the word. Amen? If you don't know what to say, then you need to get in the word. So what, 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 how do I deal with that? Well, it's there. It's been adequate through every single age. And it's there now to mature you to a point where God can bring you to a full adoption. You need to speak it. And if you don't know, get into it. Brother Bram said when Moses came to the Red Sea, he said Moses forgot. He talked about Samson. He understood. Joshua understood when he spoke to the son. And God had to call his attention to it. He says, why are you crying to me? As we just talked about. He said, I sent you to do the job. Speak and go to your objective. Amen. What's our objective? Rapture. Amen. What's our objective? That's we're here, not here just to play church, folks. That's not what we're here to do. If that's what you're here to do, you're in the wrong spot. Amen. We're here because we want to come to full maturity. We mean business. Amen. You just don't come to church to come to church. These ministers don't study just to study. It's a gut-wrenching thing. I kind of have a few pieces of time now, and it's brutal because you're, you're, it's fear and trepidation. What am, what am I going to bring to the people? I have nothing to say. I have nothing to say. I don't, I don't, I don't want to get up there. Hey, That's the last thing I really want to do. But, Lord, there's something on your heart saying, Lord, I want more. This church wants more. We, we want to come to a, a rapturing faith. That's what this harvest time is for, is that last latter rain. But Brandon says the former rain was the teaching rain. That was, that was the teaching coming through. Then, it, then what's next? It's harvest time. Where are we at? That's where we're at. Saying, Lord, come down. We want, we want to feel you one more. We, we want to touch your people once again. Amen? And if we are the word again in flesh, we must speak and go forward. Amen? Brother Bram says he wants to heal you tonight a thousand times more than you want to be healed thousand times more than you want to be healed. He says, but you're afraid. You, got, you go now how, uh, you, how you feel. Because you've regarded that. You've lived by your feelings. No. We can't be there. That's not where we can be. Not by our feelings that we feel. We don't want to, he says, make a confession. Confess means to say the same thing. Amen? We make a confession. The importance of our word. Because it has the power to heal. The power to deliver. Not our word, but you put his words in your mouth. That's where the power is, amen? That's where it comes from, his words. But I remember talked about a little pamphlet that was sending out, and they were saying, fast and pray, fast and pray. And uh, he said, they want a great awakening. They're crying, believing that there'll be awakening. They're good people. He says, what have they done? They've not recognized the awakening of the bride. They got stuck there, but they didn't recognize the awakening of who? Of me. Of you. Amen? Amen. It's a glory. Amen. That shouldn't bind us up. We should rejoice. Amen? Awakening. Unfortunately, 
but that's because you're in his thought. 0.009% to be at this time to receive his word because you have the ability in you because he put it there to believe this word so that you would come to a maturity so you can say, Lord, all of your word and you can speak it. There's no hesitation. The tutor is saying, they're ready. They're mature. I, I'm confident that they'll take your word. They'll say only what you say. I'm, I have confidence in them. They're a mature bride. Amen? He said they didn't recognize their hour. They didn't recognize the day. Talking in Jesus' time, they didn't recognize the sign. They didn't recognize the message. They didn't recognize the messenger, but put him in from the midst and laughed at him. I said, oh my. I said, we recognized the hour. We're recognizing the day. We've recognized the sign. We recognize the message. Recognize the mis- messenger. That's very important. That is not just common. To, to have the gift or the ability to recognize that. What a precious thing. What a precious thing. You can say, oh yeah, there's a prophet. No, 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 no. Let's step back. Say, I, I, I'm recognizing my day where I'm at. I'm recognizing here. I'm seeing where we're at. I'm maturing. The word means this to me. and I want to go forward. That's precious. Hold that to you. Say, thank you, Lord. Thank you for allowing me to be sensitive to that. Sensitive, desiring to want more of you. That's not, that's not common. Amen. Don't treat that common. Amen. What do you, what do you have need of? What do you have need of? We live in a tough time. Amen? In days of old, in ages past, they gave their lives and they had to lay them down and, in tragic ways. And I was trying, I'd read it and then I couldn't quite find the quote. But Abraham said that that's what they had to do then. For you, you have to stand. You have to stand in the midst of a very, very difficult generation. Laodicea. And that's why they can when they cross over and you got through Laodicea by the grace of God. Amen. Because it's a tough time. It's a horrible time to live in. But he's given us what it takes to get through it. Because he gave us his word. A full unveiling of his word. Amen. Brother Brown says, Martin Luther. I have it here. Somewhere. He said, Martin Luther could not express the attributes that we express. The capacity wasn't there. It hadn't been poured out. But the fullness has been poured out in this day to give you the ability to walk strong in this day. It's all there. You say, I'm really struggling. Are you in the message? Are you in the word? My, I read some seriously potent things this week. Things I've never heard in the potency across the pulpit, and I've been here for I won't tell you how long. (laughs) All my life. But the message is strong. It cuts. It moves. It's the word. And that's why it can pierce. And it can divide. And it can take this away. If it's not doing that, you're not in it then. You say, I'm struggling. You get in it. Because that starts to divide and starts to cut away and remove this off and cut this out. And then, oh, look at that promise that's there. I didn't see that before. I'm really struggling. Oh, my. And you dive into it. And, and it's there for you as, as healing, as deliverance. It's there. It's all there for you. It's all there for us. Amen? 
Amen. When you we look at the, it says, well, there's a lot of promises in the, in the scriptures. There's a, thousands of promises in the scriptures. And I just, you know, are you discouraged? Though I walk in the midst of trouble, the trouble, thou wilt revive me. Thou wilt stretch out forth thine hand against the wrath of mine enemies. I need healing. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities? Who healeth thy diseases? Heal me, O Lord, that I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved, for thou art my praise. I'm feeling condemned. Satan's on my case. He's, I, even I, am he that blotteth out thy transgressions from my, for mine own sake, and will not remember thy sins. It needs strength. I'm weakened. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. I need direction. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I need peace. Thou, keep, thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. Amen. That's just a couple. And there's thousands. Amen. Because those speak those words. Those aren't my words. Those words speak healing. And they start to bring strength because it's his word pulling, going into you. Amen. Speaking to something in you because it's from the same place. Saying, oh, that just stirs me. That just feeds me. I need that. It's his word. Amen. Amen. Brother Bram says, God, let the Pentecostal church live as my prayer. Let him bring us into a place. I wish he'd do it here, right here tonight. I wish he'd take this group right here tonight and adopt us. Adopt us as his sons and daughters. We're born to sons and daughters, but let him adopt us as sons and daughters. What a powerful meeting this would turn out, he says. How God would set gifts in the church right here tonight. Why this time, day after tomorrow night, there's something. Everybody here would know something's going on. Amen. Over at the schoolhouse here is where they were. Certainly would. He said they would know because the Spirit of God is living among the people. Amen. I said, Lord, let that happen here tonight in this church. He said, let me say this. If you count me a fanatic on this, from this night on, he said, the very same thing that, I'm, thing that I'm speaking, he says, about placing a son, he says, there'll be power put in the church, and now is coming in, that the Holy Spirit will anoint the people till they'll speak the word, and it'll create itself right there. We haven't seen powers like, powers like coming into the church now, I know for a fact. He says, say unto this mountain, be moved, don't doubt in your heart, but believe what you, you've said shall come to pass. You can have what you said. The placing of the church in position. Where the fullness of the power of the Holy Ghost comes, into the church. The critics' mouths will be shut. It'll be short time. Jesus come right off the mountain, went straight to Calvary. Notice, it won't last long, but it'll be here. Amen. Say, Lord, here we are. What did hinder? Here we are. We, we sang, Lord, send a revival in my life. What said, Lord, in my prayer, what's holding that back? What, what's holding back, Lord, of just a, a outpouring of your spirit upon your people? Is there anything in my life? What, what is it? Can I, can I look inside me? Can I turn over every rock? Say, Lord, is there something in my heart that's not allowing you to move so freely and do as you will amongst your people? Amen. We desire that, don't we? Amen. Hold fast. I said, said, what about the true seed? Last quote. He said, it'll happen just as we've said. The people of God are being made ready by the word of truth from the messenger to this age. 
In her will be the fullness of Pentecost, for the Spirit will bring the people right back to where they were at the beginning. That is thus saith the Lord. Done. Amen? Thus saith the Lord. Is there any question there? There's no question there. Amen? He said, in her will be the fullness of Pentecost, for the Spirit will bring the people right back. Right back to what? Right back to what it was at the very beginning. Amen? When at Peter and Paul. Amen? Those days, again, living right here. Amen? It's here. And you know what? I know you can... It is here. I'll tell you that. Because you can look around the world at what is happening amongst the bride. is incredible. Just if you look at what's going on in Uganda, as we saw on Sunday, that is a full outpouring. That is incredible. Hundreds and hundreds of souls being saved, equal to the 3,000 that were saved when Peter's preaching. That's incredible. Don't, don't, don't just, oh, nice mission report. No, that's God moving in his fullness once again. Amen? You're praying for it. It's happening. It's a big world. Acts, is, Acts was taking on a lot of you know, things that are happening all across the, the, the world at that time. Imagine trying to pull all that into a couple chapters. Amen? Another book of Acts being wrote again. It's happening. Amen? So don't, Lord, where is it? Lord, where is it? No, it's here. Pull down. Say, Lord, pull it down into my life. I want it here. I can see it happening. It's happening here. But may I be sensitized to it. Amen? But Orion, you can come. We can, we're closing. Man, that's where we are right now. That's my burden right now. Amen? Just, Lord, let us press forward into that. We're not just coming to church to come to church, but your word is maturing us to a point, to a maturity of adoption. I mean, that's where we're at right now. Margaret, I'm going to put you on the spot. Can you sing a song? We'll sing with you. I want to sing Touch Your People once again. Amen? I've just sang it over and over. You can come, Margaret. I've sang it over and over this week through these last couple days. And I know we don't know the verses, so those that do, you can sing, and I'll, I'll help you too, Margaret. And you need the words? You got the words? We need wisdom. We need power. Amen? Amen. Touch your people once again with your precious holy hand, but to restore authority and power. And let your mighty rushing wind blow in. Amen? We sang a revival. We sang a revival, Holy Ghost revival before. I said, Lord, it's there for us. What, what's hindering it, saints? I said, Lord, let that wind blow through my life. Blow out anything that is hindering your way. Amen? Let me set aside the things of this world. Let me just don't go so attached to what's going on. You say, if you really want it, if you really want it, you set your eyes on, the, on this word. You set your eyes. You, you put your time in. God will, God will pour it into you. Amen? I believe it. I believe it. Amen. We can start with the chorus. You can stand. Touch your people once again with your prayer.
people, Lord, and saying, Lord, surely we're not asking amiss, Lord, to just desire more, oh God, of you, desire our lives to be just a perfect mirror image of your word, oh God. You can be confident, Lord, that we're using your word and moving forward in your word and maturing, Lord. Oh God, pour it upon us, Lord. May we go to victorious church, Lord. Lord, defeating Satan, Lord, in every aspect, in every way, taking your word, Lord, and using it, Lord, not just a book on a table, not just a message book on the shelf. I want to really dig into it and see what you have for us. The promises, Lord, lay there. We can just grasp them, Lord, read them and start applying them. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We'd be amiss, Lord, go through this service just to lift our hands and say how much we love you. And we can worship you. Lord, you're a faithful God. You can come, you can speak to us, Lord. Lord, 
just from your word. It's all we desire, oh God. You can move amongst us. We can just say, I appreciate you, oh God. I appreciate you, Lord. Lord, your bride, your people can just say how much we love you. You're faithful to us, Lord. You open yourself up to us. You've given us eyes to see, minds to understand, oh God, and hearts to accept it. Lord, Lord, words, words just fail us, Lord. Words just fail us, oh God. The human tongue, Lord, doesn't have words. Just to say how much we appreciate you, oh God. Breathe on us, Lord. Breathe on us, oh God. We do love you, Lord. Lord, may we just ponder what we've been hearing, Lord, and something maybe was stirred tonight. Or that we could just have it. As Brother Tim said, Lord, just, just take a step closer to you, Lord. Just spoke to my heart, Lord. Just want to take a step closer to you. Lord, when we speak about you, you draw near, Lord. Lord, we just want to speak about you some more so that you can draw near, Lord. We pray, Lord, even in our little closets, Lord, that you draw near to each one, Lord. You'd be more real to them, Lord. you just step in their little prayer closets. Lord, just reveal yourself more to each one of us, oh God. Lord, that's what we desire, Lord. Just a real God. Lord, a God with flesh on, Lord. You are that God. You are that God. And you are so lovely, Lord Jesus. Commit this service, Lord, into your care and your hands. Your people have Lord, responded and rejoiced. May, Lord, they just take you with them, Lord. This atmosphere, just go home. And just continue to tell you we love you. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. missed have a wonderful week linger if you will I know different ones have time to work I just love his presence for the last number of services just to sit and linger and just appreciate the sweetness of his presence that's what I that's what I long for we've grown up in it I said Lord I just want more I just want more I don't want to become common he touch me once more. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful week ahead of you. Dismiss you in Jesus' name.